0: Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions podcast part that he loves a good Star Wars session.
1: Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way, this is
2: the
0: way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly.
1: This is what fun begins. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon. He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there, and he does love salmon. It's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly. How are you, mate? Oi, oi, salmon, oi?
0: Nah, not one, no, I'll nah, take it. Don't take it? it?
1: Oi oi Savaloy, you're right
0: mate. Uh yes. happy happy main show. We've been caught up caught up in the Mando recaps, haven't we? Caught up in the Mando recaps. <laughs> so if you've been listening to those, I hope you guys have been enjoying it. And we've had like quite a few new listeners, haven't we, jumping yes, on thank board you the guys, sessions. Yeah. Which always happens when, when new Star Wars comes out. Uh, so welcome, welcome along. Welcome along to the Spice Train. Um, yeah, Mando Recaps, you know they're dropping at the moment, dropping hot. Um, Matty boy, how are you? Are you okay? Are, are you recovering okay from new Mando content?
1: I'm recovering from last week's Big Breakfast episode, mate. I'm still getting over the Big Breakfast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, no, I'm I'm good. I'm very, very well. Like you say, it's it always feels funny when our schedule gets um shaken up by the mando recaps or any recaps but mm. i'm not going to complain mate mm-hmm. as long as the star wars is good i am here for it so okay. no mate doing well can't complain won't complain uh, i haven't got a co- uh, tea today i've got a cherry coke other soft oh. drinks are available but um oh, about okay. with what you've had for dinner but i must ask how are you yeah i'm all right mate i'm all
0: right i am so excited to get into the filth that we've got lined up this week on the sessions, mate. Um, but before we do that, I thought I'd give a little cheeky shout out, just me, um, to our latest <laughs> patrons, mate. To our latest patrons. So a cheeky shout out to our latest patrons, Zillow Beast and Lloyd Hunt. Zillow Beast and Lloyd Hunt, who have both joined at the This Is War of the Fumberguns tier. Yes. Welcome to the session, Sickeds.
1: Yeah, thank you, guys. Enjoy all the content—the hundreds of hours of content which you are now privy to, plus the stuff we've got coming in the future. As Bill always says, we've got some great ideas coming. We've got commentaries coming. Don't worry, we've got watch alongs. There will be Langy apps, okay, giveaways coming soon, and you've got Luke's solo show, my solo show, and the podcast to look forward to. So, thank you so much for supporting the sessions. It means more than you will ever know to us. And mm. I want to throw a shout out, man. I want to throw a congratulations to the wonderfully titled Max Rebo Piano Man. He was the winner mm. of the Aftermath Trilogy book set giveaway this week oh. in honour of the return of Book Club. He gave away a copy of the Aftermath Trilogy by Chuck Wendig and Max Rebo Piano Man, a uh, local boy-ish kind of guy. He won <laughs> it and I'm really pleased that he did and I hope he enjoys it. If you're listening, may let us know what you think about the books and keep tuning into Book Club.
0: We love a book club. Well, I'm not. You know, it's not really my thing. So, but I'll I'll, I'll come along for the for the song. He
1: likes the, <laughs> the idea of it. Yeah,
0: the intro, the intro you composed was absolutely outstanding. <laughs> it's fun. Isn't absolutely it? absolutely. It's really good. It's very good. Um, and last but not least, I, I promise we are getting to the main show and the galactic news round and the Ooh. discussion and all that. Um, yeah, merch, mate. Merch, you can buy. Sessions merch ahead of Star Wars celebration, whether you are in London, uh, next month for celebration, or oh. if you're watching from home, you know, get, get your session swag on. Yeah. Go to starwarsessions.co.uk. Um, hit the burger, hit the menu <laughs> and, uh, click merch and explore away. Loads of people have been jumping on that, mate. It's been really nice to see. Um, we've got like, a cool 70s like a that 70s show kind of inspired tea on there that quite a few people have bought have you noticed I want it. it's been
1: like one of the most popular designs It's bit it's it you mate you've heard of march madness this is merch madness yes. yeah <laughs> um you know yeah thank you everyone who's buying it we've seen some great pictures matilda over there in sweden jacob jonathan my brother shawnee boy have all been mm. modeling the pictures everybody looks great jack copesteak as well if anyone uh, keep, does buy them and we know you have been and you're comfortable with doing so send us your mugshots. we'd love to see you in the t-shirts because the designs look great but you look yeah. guys look better in them and I want that I want that session show t-shirt so mate like, lads just because we're on the show doesn't mean we get any freebies I've still got to buy it but I will happily do so because it looks great yeah you know it mate it does you yeah. know it mate it
0: does. You does know, I'm going to just we're going to be bowling it around the Excel Centre oh, like so good sorry I know that's an early one in it but so, so good yeah good. there okay. he is you get the idea oh, you I'm get
1: talking, the idea it's funny but hearing I thought I heard I heard Dan Sexton but I'm, I'm being haunted by something else uh, the noise that you should never have given me It sounds like the chimes of big Ben Kenobi mate which if it is I know what it means so do you but tell our listeners what does it all mean mate uh, I must mean it's galactic news round <laughs>
0: Damon Lindelof has stepped down as writer of the upcoming to be announced Star Wars movie, with Peaky Blinders writer Stephen Knight taking his place.
1: Newly minted Oscar winning directors Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, aka Daniels, have confirmed that they directed one episode of Skeleton Crew.
0: EA's Star Wars and Lucasfilm have released the latest and possibly final trailer for Jedi Survivor ahead of its much-anticipated release on the 28th
1: of April. And finally, Paul Grant, who played an Ewok in Return of the Jedi, and whose credits also included Willow, Labyrinth and Harry Potter, has sadly passed away at the age of 56. hello this is
0: ahmed best i am jar jar binks in the prequels
2: of star wars and you're listening to star wars sessions which is probably the uk's best star wars program
1: right i was thinking the other day how good was the episode of the book of boba fett you you know the one it was called the return of the mandalorian proper good episode (laughs) sound episode and tonight we are following suit because we are so pleased to say that tonight here on the sessions we are also welcoming the return of the mandalorian back on the show
2: once more it's brendan wayne thank you so much for joining us mate how are you doing? Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm um, great. I wish I had Bryce to direct me into the moment like I did <laughs> in Return of the Man Lorian, oh, because it would be <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Mate, that- yes. I'm excited. How are you guys? I missed you. It's been too long.
0: It, it has great. been too long, isn't it? I know we've already had a little bit of banter about like, if because we're still an audio podcast, but we can see each other right oh, now. Yeah. Brendan's yeah. got his Arsenal scarf to the right of him. Ugh. Yeah. Scumbag thinking it's he's going to win the, the way, league. This was
2: given to me by one of uh, the greatest guy by a set, somebody who works with me on the set. Andrew Clatter is a great writer. Um, this, he gave it to me because his brother was a, a pro footy and uh, um, he had gone out there and that was one of the places they visited. And he's, he knew that I'm a stupid, crazy Gunners fan. And um, yeah. just so we all know, I think they're in a pretty good position right now.
1: <laughs> Just saying. Oh
2: yeah, uh, the, the you, crow you, you is now it. out of my mouth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, I don't really talk about footy on the show because I've got no leg to stand on. I prefer not to talk about my team, but um, yeah, I mean, I've got my eye on that Arsenal sh- scarf. It is a bit. It is a bit unnerving seeing it there, but seeing you, Brendan, makes it. Makes it all worth it. <laughs> <Really>?
2: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll bring this around too, because yeah. I'm an equal opportunity that? guy. That's Angel City. That's the new uh, oh, it's women's it's it. uh, league team yep. here in LA that I'm a huge supporter of, season ticket holder. I get to go see the wow. game with, you know, you guys have had women's pro women's soccer for yeah, quite yeah. a bit. What, and some European legendary, legendary players there, yeah. Um, we, you know, I never, I haven't been able to. In the 20 years I've been coaching soccer, I haven't been able to regularly take a group of kids that I was coaching because I, I generally only coach young ladies. Um, yeah. I've, I've never been able to take them to a game unless, like, the, what, the national team came by. So this has been incredible for a dad of three girls to be able to sit there and say, yeah, I told you, if you believe in yourself, you can do anything you want. And now look on the field. There they are. So that's my my Angel City uh that's my team. That's my, you know, like I I can my girls going to be able to say like I did with the Dodgers. Um I grew up with this team. And so yeah. it really really cool stuff just on the footies note and I know that uh just so you know, I'm going to tell you right now starting 11 in Star Wars. Okay? 100%. Ooh. Yoda, Grogu are my 8 and my 10. Okay? They're my center mids. All right? Gotcha uh ahsoka is my striker she's my nine okay uh (laughs) obi-wan obi-wan and pelly is the trainer but obi-wan is the coach all right oh with the armor as an assistant coach she's gonna hate me for saying that but she keeps calling me an apostate (laughs) so i'm not a big fan of hers anyway mind you i do have a dark saber why don't i just be like uh excuse me yeah, that's right. it. And that's right. then right. Um, our defenders, we're, we're going to have, you know, uh, Mace Windu will have, uh, um, oh, it, oh I'm not going to say it. Um, I, I have a whole 11 and I'm going to, I'm literally going to send it to you in the email so you guys can, Please. we can banter about. Because <laughs> I think it's really important that we understand who's your goalkeeper, right? Jabba, he may not move fast, but he's big <laughs> and he can get to the top of the, of the framework, you know? Yep, Dexter, he's intimidating. Mate,
0: Dexter, Dexter Jetster from episode oh, two, mate. Attack of the exactly. Clones. He's my goalie, mate. He's my I mean, goalie. He's Boba
2: loving is him. my uh, outside wing, just so you know. Very <laughs> oh, much right. like uh, Sokka. Yeah. He's got jets. Oh, yes. mate. <laughs> Kaio, he's God an absolute legend. Somebody hit him from behind. He might score it on us. That's why I didn't put him on defense. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, when we, we, last, we last spoke to each other in, I think, summer 2021, Right. So it's been a little wow, yeah. it's been a little while. Uh but Brendan, yeah. welcome back, mate. And even I actually listened back to the episode we did together like earlier. Yeah. And in that we were talking about the Euros, because the Euros were coming up. And oh, you right. and we were like, England we were like, Oi, oi, England, we reckon England's <laughs> gonna do well. And you said, you said <laughs> Oh, well, keep an eye on Italy. I yeah. think Italy would do well. And it, was Papabunde. England, Papabunde. and it was an England-Italy Italy final. And, of course, unreal. it went down to penalties and you know, the rest is history. But we'll ignore that. We'll ignore yes. that. Um, <laughs> you know, we, whatever. We, we speak nothing um, of it. We speak nothing <laughs> of it. Mate, a lot's happened. A lot oh, yeah. has happened since we've last spoken. The Book of Boba Fett. And now we're living in a Mandalorian Season 3 world. Yeah. Uh, and also worth noting a post-Andor world, you know, post-Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's been a lot of Star Wars content. Um, first of all, yeah, Mando, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people love this show. A lot of people have been anticipating the third season of Mandalorian, but I hope you don't mind. Let's get into it. Let's get, let's in, let's get into the filth. Let's get into the yeah. filth. It was always, like, touted, that Mando, well, I think anyway, Mando's kind of like the flagship Star Wars show. Yeah. It's the yeah. first one. It's the first it one. Turned it's, out, it's, I mean, like,
2: right. It, 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 turned out to be the flagship. I, you know, you say that and it's funny. Yeah. And I'm going to, sorry to cut you off, but it's, it it's really important to like, uh, and this was through everybody's effort, not mine, not, you know, Pedro's, not Latif's. This was everybody. This was a wee thing. And I'm a big fan of we, not me. And, like, if you look at it, we were the flagpole for Disney Plus being created. Like, yeah. we gave them a base. It wasn't all their old movies in the MCU. It was this new Star Wars show, and I had no idea how much was truly riding on it. Which is great because then you don't feel the pressure of it. But you're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, like a big deal, right? Yeah, it's a huge
0: domain, and it obviously it's kind of. Given birth to this larger Star Wars continuity now with the book of Boba Fett and with now upcoming Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. But I wanted to know, mate, because I think that w- with that kind of growth, you know, John and Dave, can, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, can only do so much. They can only write so much. Has <laughs> it been noticeable, Brendan, mate, that Rick Famuyiwa has? had like a larger role in the Mandalorian, particularly in like season three. Has, have you noticed that like on, with a, as a boots on the ground sort of guy?
2: Yeah. The, the thing you noticed, you know, like when I did season one with Rick, you know, uh, it was, uh, I was in the production offices before we were ever shooting, rehearsing with Rick, uh, mm-hmm. Deb Chow um, and Bryce. Those were the three that I kind of started rehearsing with. Um, in, in costume, working on it before we ever even got to a soundstage. And, um, with Rick, it's great because he's, uh, he's like, he has the definition of cool as the other side of the pillow. Like, yes. He, he, he doesn't, um, he understands what vision and what story because he's got to tell the big story versus us. Uh, as actors or, or characters in the story, we, we were focused on our story and he's telling a much bigger story. And, and John and Dave, their tapestry that they write and, and, and do definitely is about telling these, you know, a bigger story. John, I think really John and Dave both, John, uh, Dave through all his work with, uh, he's going to hate me if he hears this, all his cartoons he does because he yeah. likes to be called an animator. All his beautiful Saturday morning cartoons. Um, tunes. And then tunes. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, John having, you know, saved, not saved, but created, you know, the, the Marvel universe starting with Iron Man. And then they were able to build out off him. If you think about it, starting with Mando, they're able to build out off John again. Now, John mm-hmm. has a lot more, I think, control within the sphere that he's doing now because he has Dave as his partner. So you're, you're talking about two, uh, an incredible, uh, filmmaker and then, uh, an incredible, uh, uh, series maker in in Dave. And Mm -hmm. then also he's, you know, it's almost like, uh, God handing down, you know, the stories to somebody, you know, it's George handing down stories to Dave and and understanding the canon like Dave does every day. Yeah. There's a question, you know, we're FaceTiming Dave if he's not in the room. So um, then all of a sudden you have Rick and Rick uh, and I got along incredibly well. I think it's because Rick remembered that when we were in grammar school and then high school, we played against each other and he dunked on me and he remembered it yeah. no before I did. So, like, I've been around for a while, so I'm, yeah, no, swear to God, dunked on me. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. And he remembered, like, just was like, you know, I'm like, "Uh, I'm going to go hide in the closet. So, but (laughs) you know, like, in uh, episode two, uh, when I fight the mudhorn, I can't remember the title, Mm -hmm. chapter two, um, there's that moment where I have the blade, the vibro blade is right there. Um no, is that the one? The, is that the no? One this I, is this is made by Big Fred's Customs and they're awesome for doing nice. it. And send it to me. Um, but they uh but that was a big moment for me. And so for them to send that to me was a big deal because and no one knew this at the time, but there's this you know, I'm in that mud and I'm holding the knife up. I think we talked about it being freezing and miserable. Um and I I looked at Rick and I'm like, this looks stupid. And I hadn't seen the playback. <laughs> And he's so mellow. Like if I'm a director and somebody said that to me, I'd be like, what do you know? You peon, get out of here. I'm telling (laughs) a bigger story, but he didn't. And he's so kind and good. Um, and he goes, you know, uh, this is your night moment. This is it. Like if this is all you got and you're just, you're sitting there and you got this knife out in front of you and, uh, the helmet's on. And I went and looked at it and that was when I knew, Oh my God, this guy is. His vision is beautiful. Like he understood this moment in a way that I that that I emotionally felt it, but mentally it was like, I just want to get out of here. Um, yeah. And he's like, "Don't change anything. Just stay with that energy. I know you know the moment. Don't play the moment." So I didn't. I you know I think it turned out great or whatever. But that was when I knew Rick understood storytelling on another level. Like yeah. I'd seen his stuff, but you, I've seen a lot of good work. And then met the directors and been like, "You're lucky you have a great editor because you're terrible." Yeah. Um, and take after take the the after take, right? Like, and just, but so, like, you can go up to Rick and be like, "Hey, I, 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 I'm i thinking that," and he goes, oh, hey, just just do it. Let me see it." And it's so great to not get caught up in a conversation about an action. He just wants to see you do it, and then. If he doesn't like it, he doesn't say, I don't like that. He says, okay, now add this and do this. And before you know it, he's supported you. That always underlies whatever I thought I needed. And then mm-hmm. he's added this thing. And so you have these multiple layers. I know I'm in a helmet, but to me, I think it matters. I think you've as an audience member, I hope you feel the differences that radiate out of the moment because that's goes towards the whole kabuki style of mando because he is yeah nothing if he's not kabuki no no you're spot on mate yeah
1: we've noticed obviously rick's progression from director to now executive producer we have dug his episode and, and writer so excited he's all, he also right yeah episode. And writer. yes yeah. sir he is and he's a very good writer in his own right yeah. as well um the obviously he he has evolved within the mando verse and lucasfilm but season three of mando has, has evolved somewhat now. We, it feels a bit more linear. It feels a little bit, for me, like season one, where it is a bit more intimate. But for yeah. you, who's played the character now for three seasons, do you feel that evolution? How has it been for you and the character, you know, three seasons in now? Do you feel like, you know, you've gone on that journey with him and that you feel the change?
2: Yeah, I mean, that, I think that was one of the first conversations we had in prepping. Uh, you know, John said it, but, you know, Rick really... Um, at the end of the day, whoever's there every day has to kind of play through that that through line. So, if Isaac's directing, or Rachel, who's amazing, and oh. and you know Peter, or Rick himself, they have to understand that um, we want you to do the best with your episode, but your episode has mm-hmm. to tell the keep keep the bigger story going too, so we don't lose yeah. the bit. Um, and Rick's incredible at understanding that. And so within that framework, you know, Rick's been able to, uh, corral us when we were trying to do something that really didn't benefit a longer term, or we were at a result and he needs us to take the journey. Um, Rick understands that it's, it, it is the journey, not, you know, the result that, that matters, uh, in these stories because it's, you know, how do we relate? We don't relate at the celebration or the, funeral like ending it's mm-hmm. it's it's about how we get there and that's how we you know that's what we love about that's, that's so reassuring right? as
1: well because you can you can have a brilliant ending but i'd rather have a solid episode which mm-hmm. builds up to a satisfying ending than a decent season with a hell of an ending so that's really reassuring to hear that
2: you, you do yeah. do, I mean, do what you need to do about, in the
1: episodes but it's got to fit within this
2: yeah and 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 it's, it's cool because they do, you know, as an episodic, you know, because I'm going uh, director to director quite often, um, you know, in other shows I've done, you can see, you know, they come in for, you know, an episode. Some of them, you know, like Billy Gerhardt, he does 20, you know, like, okay, so you have a few um, who do multiple, but, you know, they always like to bring in new people, bring them into this universe, see their visions, and they do genres, you know, like Rick's episode Uh, chapter six was a gangster. Uh, it was a heist film. Um, John's episode, I think it was 10, uh, chapter 10 is a gangster flick. And so they had, they literally, we talk about it. You know, we're doing this style. We're doing this. And so you can go back and look at them and go, Oh, what, what genre were they trying to pull off here? So they, they try to give you something different to work within. And this season that was no exception and you'll see it. In the next episode, you're going to see something very different than you've seen in its presentation, and so it's amazing. And then you think about like this past episode that was very recent, obviously uh, that Carl directed and starred in, um, and and the people we met in it, and 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 the depth that we're going into certain you know uh, stories that haven't been told. And challenges that we're facing as uh, a group. I don't want to give out spoilers, so I'm trying to be a little bit vague. Um, But you know, it is just this past episode. So it's the idea that um, we're going deeper than we did in season two, where I felt like, um, well, well, I, I mean, I, I was, I was, I was unable to work for a little bit because I was sick. But other than that, little forty day hospital respite. uh, you know, uh, I was, it, it, we introduced a lot of things to the universe so that we could grow out. And it's, you know, nobody likes, you know, uh, toiling in, in the soil and and resewing. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates that part of the season. They just like the growth, you know. Um, and so for me, season two, you know, uh, it had a bigger, bigger story to tell. And so mm-hmm. I, I, you know, like chapter 13 was very Mando and was very, um, you know, something that Dave really wanted me to play and was very excited and moved his. So c- when I got out of the hospital, I was able to go do that episode for him Um because he, you know, that was a big one. You know, Jimbo, he knew I appreciated yeah. it, the, the Western style of it, but we had, you know, Bo come in and, and, and Boba and, um, it became a much bigger story than what we had in season one. Um, and so uh, for, you know, for good or bad, that's to, that's to the audience. I think people still enjoyed it. I think this one definitely comes back in and now we're, 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 we're continuing the story of Mando's growth from season one, right? You know, of what is he, what is the creed? Yeah. What does it all mean? And it was never just yeah. going to be about, you know, Mando's singular journey, because as we've noticed through season one, he, he started to believe in people outside of his, you know, uh, little covert. And all of a sudden, you know, grief becomes somebody uh, and earns his trust and they earn each other's trust. And then uh, 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 Bo, who chose not to fight for this sword, for the, for what she might've thought was a a better thing. And then now she's been, you know, dumped by those who were in her clan and maybe she's, she's going to get usurped into this other one. What's going to happen? Like, how does that work? I'm very curious uh, as a Hmm. fan, although I know it all, um, I still (laughs) watch it and I'm old enough that my Alzheimer's makes me forget a lot of stuff. And so it's Hmm. great for me.
0: Well, I, okay. There's a lot to process in that, mate. There's a lot to process in that, and that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's some,
2: like curious things that you might be like, go back and listen, be like, why didn't I ask this? Yeah. I did. I really did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know
0: it, mate. You know it, mate. Um, but I, well, I was actually going to ask this anyway. Yeah, I've got this written down. This is something I've wanted to ask you, but I think it's 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 great to ask it now. It's almost expanding on your point. It's it's simple, one mate. We are now four as of recording, and uh, as and as of release, we are four episodes in to season yeah. three. We're halfway through the season. We got another four to go. What is yeah. your? You, know, you don't have to give anything away. What is your favorite episode of this season? Ooh. Have we seen it, or is it yet Ooh. to come? And if so,
2: which which number?
0: <laughs>
2: it might be. I mean, okay, so for different reasons, different episodes have uh, a lot of uh, meaning, Um, whether it's the enjoyment of the the cast that came in for this, you know, uh, episode, or the director I get to work with, or the story point I get to kind of, you know, uphold in this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I've, I, I have had a, uh, my favorite one yet. Uh, it is not, I don't think it's even close actually. It hasn't. I, my favorite is yet to be seen. Um, I okay. would say, I mean, <laughs> he's thinking. I, I mean, there's, 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 there's some things that happen in the final episode that are pretty, you know, epic. But oh, okay. Um, I mean, of course, you're gonna have that, right? Like, what yeah. are they gonna write something dull? So, yeah, um, right. but did I like what did I? I, I loved, um, you know, I didn't get a, I didn't get a felony episode, uh, okay, directed this year, but. Okay, I did get to work with Bryce again, and that is one of the highlights. Always, so yeah, she's great.
0: She's phenomenal, I mean, isn't she?
2: And I, you know, but then like you know, like I worked with Isaac, yeah. and his style of mm-hmm. working and that was is great, one hundred percent. Like he knows what he wants when he walks in, and he doesn't, you know, like he doesn't mess with it unless it's not what he wants, like. He very much understood, mm. you know, like the previz that we had, and, and that's what he was expecting. And that's the story he's trying to tell. Um, and that's not to say that other people's approach it, it isn't just as enjoyable. It's just different. And um, the way he worked was so confident. And he understood mm. what he wanted, and he got it, and he didn't dilly-dally. And it was really impressive because this is, this is his first time in something so um, cgi uh, yeah, base. And so, this is the guy who did Minari, like these beautiful, oh, yes. you know, like, you know, and he was able to translate that, I thought, incredibly well into a 30 minute piece that, you know, hey, uh, let's do it. And, and, and I love when people don't sit there and pat themselves on the back, like, you know, hmm. I am, I am changing the world. So let's keep working at this same thing all day. And then you're like, can we just go? This is less than two seconds. Can we just? We do. You guys didn't get it yet. Let's ah, ah. so his pacing and understanding was so wonderful. Um, but I mean, look as a uh, as a creator, um, as a fan of her pedigree, as a fan of the work, I've been able to the levels she's brought me to working with Bryce is one of my favorite things in the world. And I I think that a a couple of days that we worked together, I might've been um, less than uh, happy with something else that was going on, on another unit, on another episode. And, um, you know, I do take a lot of, I stopped taking pride in it, but I I, I do take a lot of, you know, um, dignity in in mm. in wanting to tell mando's story and wanting it to be uh, uh, honest and not shortcuts so we can you know do this or that or whatever like I want it it matters to me he matters to me his his creed his his physicality my acting yeah. within it even though Pedro gonna voice over anything that I'm doing um, those mm. things mean a lot to me and if you're gonna take the time to hire me and pay me. I want to, I want to do what we've done from the beginning and Latif and I working together. And when he doesn't feel safe in, and I don't mean like he's going to get hurt. I mean, like he's, he he and I take responsibility for Mando and what he's doing. And it means a lot to us. So I was, I was in a, in a hot place. Um, and Bryce, all she has to do is smile and it'll change your world. Like, you can't help but be like, okay, I got to make a choice. I can fight Damn. the fact that she wants to create and 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 live in somewhere where I'm not, or I can participate and and go for a ride. And her sh- her episode, mm-hmm. is gonna be a ride, bro. Like, oh.
1: She's, she's you, got you say, some, you've already some... said the next one's going to be great. So you're selling us on that. Yeah. Uh, and now you said the finale is great. So I suppose we better stick around for that. But I mean, t- to your to your point there, I, I wanted to ask you, I've noticed online uh, that a lot of people have been uh, tw- um, Instagramming at you, atting you, because they recognize when it's you in the suit, whether it's a stance, whether it's a swagger, whether it's you, uh, the way you had that Wild West vibe to you. You know, that, that must feel yeah. like... Because you're talking about, obviously, raising your levels and have, having them raised by working with these great people. But obviously, you've got the helmet on all the time. So it must be validating. It must be such a cool feeling for you to have people say, that's Brendan, I know it is, because firstly, he's so damn cool. Because we spoke in the last episode we did about how how you embody... You are, you and Latif, and that you embody the Mandalorian. You are the Mandalorian. We know Pedro comes in and does the voice, but the voice is nothing without the body and who, who the Mandalorian physically is. So it must be rewarding for you to get the fans sending you that praise. And I guess, I mean, I've got to say it, it, it's got to take away some of that sting as well, because it is Pedro getting all the praise when it's a team.
2: Hmm. Yeah. And and I think he's, I think he's pretty darn good. Um, You know, rather than uh, start a prairie fire, uh, you know, Mm-hmm. you acknowledge those that get you there and i think i think he he i mean one thing i can i can say uh is you look at these marvel movies how now most of them i don't think any of them wear a helmet outside of their character right um but how many of those guys other than tom holland speak and shine the light on the guys that make them look so physically amazing right yeah um, Great point. Now I'm not. I, I've told you all before, and I'm going to say it again. I'm not a stunt man. They labeled me that, and that was their choice, and they're allowed to do that. But I've I've never been paid for a stunt in my life, and I'm not being cheeky. It's not like a, you know, I love. You know, I get paid to sit. Like there's an old adage on set that you know uh, they don't pay me to act. I do that because I love it. They pay me to wait. That, mm. that you know, <laughs> like that's an old one. You know, but that, yeah. I don't mean it that way. Like I like Latif is an artist and he's a stuntman he won the first emmy first individual emmy as a stuntman ever for his work as the Mandalorian. Yeah. i was not nominated if i'm a stuntman why wasn't i nominated as well yeah i'm not so i'm a trained actor so um you know it's a tough one uh you know tough pill to swallow maybe sometimes for somebody um i'll just take you know I'll continue like people, you know, do recognize it. And that's why I love talking to y'all and getting to conventions now that I'm allowed to. It's really cool because I get to sit and talk to people in a way. um, So they actually understand what's going on so that they, um, you know, like when somebody comes up to you and says, hey, um, you, you pulled me out of a deep depression. And you're like, ah, no, you know, whatever, it was the show. And it is the show. And it, it's all the writers. It's the the grips. It's the light. It's all those guys. There's no question. Um But when they tell you their story, I can't negate them because it's important that they get, you know, they're heard and I received that present. Um, I do like to be humble about those things. Uh because it is like Mary, my costumer, that poor woman having to deal with me. I'm like a (laughs) two-year-old, you know, who's got a full diaper. Like, I'm sorry, Mary, I love you. You're amazing. There's not a better ever. So, um, but that said, you know, I, they have me there. So I, I accept it and I, you know, and he's like one guy, he's, he was talking about, you know, he had PTSD as a, as a, a, a policeman in the Netherlands and, uh, he was getting out of shape and he was just sitting at home and And the show came on. It was the first season, I guess. And he said, I watched you and um I learned early on your role in this. And I can't thank you enough because you got me wow. to get back up, get in shape and I'm back on the force and doing things. And when you hear things like that, you know, like people, I was in the hospital for 40 days. I, I flatlined a few times and I came out and I did, I was able to do, season two, because I love star Wars. Like that was one. Of, I mean, yeah. hold on. My family's going to beat me. I came back <laughs> obviously with their support and their love for me. Um, but one of the things that made me beyond that, like made me drive hard to get healthy quicker. Once I got out was the idea that I wanted to get back to what I did because I love yeah. it. I love Mando. And so um, somebody coming up to me and saying, you know, I was in the hospital and I, the only thing I could really watch was you. And I understand it because the only thing I could watch was reruns of friends. So that person <laughs> was lucky in spite of their leukemia diagnosis. Cause they had that to watch instead of friends. No, I'm just kidding. Anybody wants to hire me <laughs> from friends. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, uh, comfort. So yeah, you talk about the comfort. fans, like I, I see it on the Instagram. I don't get a big head from it. And I'll tell you why. Um, I was taught from a young age, uh, that, those kind of opinions can turn quickly. Uh, my yeah. grandfather, uh, you know, those kind of things. That nobody ever gave him credit for his acting. They always just said he was playing him. You know, you know what I mean. Like, and I'd go out and, you know, troll people who were attacking him or whatever. And it just doesn't do you any good. So my idea is, um, I don't take pride. Uh, I give my best if you as an audience love it, then that's enough for me. If it was enough for my grandfather, it's got to be enough for me. And um, it's overwhelming. So um, getting the credit isn't isn't as important as a person for me, as a business, 100%. Getting that credit, uh, making sure those people who can hire me understand that I'm not, you know, I'm not as good as Burt Reynolds that I was a stuntman to get in the business kind of thing. Like I'm I'm a theater trained actor. I had to dance and sing and fence my way into this business. Um, And so uh, that business part is really important. Your enjoyment as fans is amazing. And I've seen it from the get go. And I see these sheets people put up. And they're like, it's Pedro then, and it's uh, Brendan then, and it's Latif then, and then it's, you know, like you Barry Lowen or something. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I laugh because I'm like, y'all are wrong. And I can <laughs> tell you exactly when it's, it's who mainly and, Brendan when, and and I teeth. do. Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you, anybody, whoever anybody is in the scene, I know when and I know how much and i know mm. and, but i love seeing these you know like uh oh check out my okay so i don't search this up i don't like to go on and and do those deep dives but my kids do and i'm like girls be careful <laughs> cuz some people say some nasty stuff um but my 24 year old she's old enough to figure it out and she does that and um she'll be like dad oh my god you got to see this and she knows like i negative stuff i'm like keep it away but then she'll show me like look at this sheet of you know, it's Brandon when it's this or that, and this, and then you know, like uh, all of <laughs> a sudden, I had you know, like a nickname of Swagger Mando or Gunslinger. And I'm like, yeah, what about actor? Yeah. Oh yeah, what about yeah. Uh, yeah? Oh, there's uh I'll tell you what. There's a there's yeah. a scene coming up. You asked me about what my favorite was. There's a scene coming up, um, uh, with Bo and Mando.
0: Okay
2: and it is uh i don't know what they ended up which which version they chose um uh, as far as what what was going back and forth between us um but it's i think it's it's going to uh i had a great time doing that and it was it was a, a lot of varying emotions came here and there and and this you know like There's, there, there's just such a, a a really cool quality that I, I felt I, I was able to play around in as an actor, which, you know, most of the time you're not aware of it. You just kind of, you're in the moment and you go, but there was something about that. And the, the, the doci do that we had, um, both physical and verbal, uh, was, uh, super intense and, I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be really cool. I think you'll really enjoy it. Amazing, like, yeah. A little tease. You are a little tease today, aren't yeah, you, Brendan? No, no. It's it funny us. because you asked me, and, and you know, having done it, you know, once I, yeah. it's like uh, I learned it over time playing sports. Is like once I leave the you know the pitch or the or the uh, court, uh, the mm. field, I try to I try to, you know, well I, I'll do one little like recall and i'll see where i think you know i could have made a different choice or whatever yeah but i try not to dwell it there and then i throw it away and then i'm done like you know, keep yeah 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 you know like there's nothing once it's done there, there's nothing you can do to change that moment so to to stay there and be like i remember when i i missed that free throw and we lost the game or i thought i was yeah. going to do this banger from outside and you know not only did I miss the ball, but then, you know, the, you know, the fullback took it and, you know, put one in from outside the box. You're like, I was, yeah, I was caught flat footed. But there's those kind of things um, that I've learned, to you know, sweep it away. And, and that way I don't get egotistically bugged by somebody yes. going, ah, you know, in a moment that I know I'm in the scene and they're like, oh, Pedro, the way he did this, you know. Mm. Yeah, uh, mm. I don't. I don't go. oh, that was me. That and was oh. me. <laughs> so, but it, it's like it's it's just you know I don't know. I know I know people who do. I know people who get very frustrated. But I'm like, well, don't why? What does it matter? I yeah. have to teach my kids early on with that because they know exactly what's going on every day on set, and they're like, Dad, why? And I, you know, it's a hard thing to try to teach your kids. Because you want them, hey, look, I need you to stand up for what's right and for yourself, and you know, all these things. And they're like, Isn't this wrong? And I'm like, You're not. In this case, I knew going in exactly like it it changed. It's not so David Prousey, you know, uh, James Earl (laughs) Jones, but you know, you, you, Star Wars is more important to me Hmm. than uh, my ego and credit because. How often do you get to tell mythological archetypes every episode in yeah. today's, you know, uh, media? You don't. And and that's, that's a great thing about what streaming has allowed us to do. I mean, like if I knew going into Book of Boba Fett, by the way, that um, Robert approached it as a four-hour movie. So if you don't look at it that way, you can whine and, and complain about, you know, uh, uh, but that's really what streaming has become, which is this, yeah. you know, like, uh, more, you know, Game of Thrones gets to be this instead of, oh, we got to, we have yeah. to fit two hours because nobody wants to sit in the theater longer than two hours. Unless, of course, you want to see John Wick tonight. So oh. that's like, uh, <laughs> that, that's like, that's like a big deal to me. Like, like, um, and I think people are, even the producers on on things are are a little disingenuous about that. Like, no, come and watch every episode and be satisfied. Like, no, you got to understand. Um, like we did when we were kids. I mean, I don't. You guys aren't old enough, but like, I had to sit outside eighteen hours to watch Empire Strikes Back to get a ticket. I didn't get the seat oh, I wanted. I had to be outside the theater and just get a ticket and be stoked about it. So if oh, man, I sat in the front, I sat in the front. Like, yeah, you know it's different you like sometimes you just have to have the patience and not get what you want right now and it's so yeah. antithetical to what we're living in so yeah yeah and i nice answer to any questions there
1: light. yeah
2: <laughs> about three which is great yeah mate
0: yeah and i God, think terrible That's the thing with like streaming, isn't it? And really, you know, the binge culture is that everyone wants (sighs) it now. Everyone wants everything and even with the series, with the weekly release, people will be like, oh, do you know what? You know, this this is rubbish. I think this or this isn't happening. It's like, hang on, mate, you know, we've not even seen, you know, two episodes. Not seen three, we've not seen four, we've not seen the rest of the season. So you can't just write off the season, you know, if you're a fan. Yeah. And I get it, you know, if you're casual If you're a casual viewer, maybe there's a different relationship there with the media. But I think that with, if, if you're a fan, like if you're a fan of a, you know. A team, football team, yeah? You're yeah. not gonna go, oh do you know what this is a bit of a rough patch You're saying, I don't like this. You're not gonna go, oh, I'm gonna long this off, I'm gonna bin this team off and go. <laughs> no, you stick with it, don't you? You stick with it and see what happens. Matty Boy knows all about that, didn't you, mate? Being a Southampton yep. fan, poor fella. <laughs> yeah, talk um, about it. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, oh. Brendan, Brendan, tell me, tell me about the mythosaur, mate. Tell me about the mythosaur. Ooh. Was that was that at all practical? And how much of like the mythosaur did you know like going into the third season of mando
2: what mythosaur i didn't see a mythosaur (laughs) it's
0: a myth are you sure mate are you sure i don't know what you're talking
1: about i just went i just
2: sunk yeah that's it yeah (laughs) i didn't know it was so deep there's somebody else who saw the mythosaur maybe you should talk to her or oh, maybe yeah. well, she ate some more pog soup and it was a little wonky and maybe she was <laughs> yeah, having a trip. True. True. All I'm descending our boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, from a production standpoint, did I know that there was this, you know, thing gonna go on? Uh, yeah, I knew I knew that uh, I knew she was she was gonna um, think she saw something. Yeah, and now you know we've participated in that part of the story. Um, the question is, and I think everyone, you know, is it a fossil?
1: Hmm.
2: You know, we we you know like La Brea tar pits. Well, maybe not, but you know, like like where the where the dinosaurs we find them in the in the side of a, a cave and stuff. Like, is that what we're looking at? Are we looking at another symbol that is? um Just that, a symbol like the Darksaber. Are we just looking at a symbol of power, or did she actually witness this? Think about where Bo's coming from, right? Mm. You know, she was, Mm. she was, uh, I don't know. I I don't know if we get drunk. Like maybe she was drinking some spotchka when I walked in and asked her (laughs) for some help, (laughs) and where her crew was. She was certainly not. she was closer to rock bottom than she was to a real throne. Yeah. Right. Like she's like, get yeah. out of here. Blah, blah. I mean, if it was yeah. Mel Brooks, we would have been, there'd have been burping and <laughs> all kinds of things going on. But yeah, you know, you're going to have to like, we just take it as an audience. I think too, uh, too easily. Like, I think we need what to you mean? this. What you mean? Just Bella? Oh, it's a myth Story. It's there. You know, like, Is it to me as an audience member and I, I've read, I know where we're going, but like, I, I want to know, I want you to, I want to earn every moment. I I mean, if Star Wars didn't teach you that, then you didn't have to see it in the theaters to watch it. Because Mm. when Han was frozen in carbonite, it was one of the worst few years of my life and I'm not like yeah. I it bothered me so much not knowing <laughs> what the, I'm like I'm still I told him when I met him I was like I'm still mad at you and he was like <sighs> I thought you loved storm I'm like yeah but that whole carbonite thing and how long <laughs> you took to get back to it was <laughs> incredibly annoying and I hate who did you, you tell
0: this. who did you tell Harrison Harrison Mr. Harrison? Mr. Oh, George. George, no, yeah,
2: well, hey, well, Harrison. Oh, yeah, he didn't well. have any control. He got frozen. by You got paid for your job. The whole. <laughs> he probably doesn't George remember. George could have ended that a lot sooner for us.
1: Yeah.
0: I oh well, him. I'm. You know, I'm sorry, Brendan, but uh, you know, I. Uh... <laughs> That's so good. Thank you, mate. That Cheers. is so good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who, let, who
0: let who let George oh. in? Who let George in? Brendan, do you mind? Do you mind? It's. Is George, like, did George come to set on Mando season three? How much has George been, like, influenced? Mm. or in, how, um, how much has George influenced the production of, like, Mando, like, directly? I'm not talking about, like,
2: you know. I think his stuff. influence happens well before we get to set it, most okay. of the time. I mean, okay. every once in a while. But I think he's very comfortable with Dave and now John, I'm sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Because... I mean, how could you not be at this point? But yeah, I mean, he came in season one, season two, season three. I mean, like, there's um, there's no, there's no telling what really happened. You know, like somebody will write a book and be like, he used to beat me with a wire hanger about story points. (laughs) But you know, the reality is, is no, that's not the kind of guy he is. He's uh, if he was, I think he would have been. We would have known by now from every other director who's made a movie under him. So, um, but do I think he, like, if you ask him something, he understands how to answer it in a way that, that produces the best results for the bigger story. Yeah. He's unreal like that. And, uh, you know, he's his kindness and, uh, humility is to me. That's why he like we exalt him, right, as fans and yeah, uh, as somebody who, who works directly, you know, for him. Uh, but he doesn't exalt himself, not outwardly. Like I, like he is the most humble dude who is a genius, and his legacy will always matter to me. Um, How lovely! Because he's given us the most consistent, beautiful stories. Whether you like its, um you know, applications, how they were, you know, these yeah. stories were presented or not, I, you know, I don't have a problem with most of them. And especially now uh having mm-hmm. had some time and perspective to go back and not, you know, go, well, this, you know, me at, you know, seven to nine to, you know, 14, like is very different than me watching, you know, uh, Hayden Christensen and 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 Jar Jar yeah. and 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 the hate, like you didn't. That's why John and Dave are geniuses, by the way, um, because mm. they didn't bring back Boba. And had they brought back Boba first instead of the Mandalorian, it would never have met our expectations because our expectations were an imagination. Uh, it was like reading a book because you're never going to meet my expectation because my, yeah. our expectation because mine is different than the way you saw the characters than the way you saw the characters. And all of a sudden we're like, Oh, uh, Oh no. I saw this, you know, like I did the, uh, the audiobook for Daisy Jones and the six. Yeah. Incredible story. I loved it. And I did it. And, um, the author and I are friends, Taylor now. And, uh, you go and you watch the show hmm. and she and I are very happy, but there's fans who are unhappy. They miss this, that, or the other thing. And it's so hard to take a book and do that. And so mm-hmm. with Star Wars, um, he's incredible in what he's done. And if you go back and look at it, I think you appreciate, your appreciation grows much like with Boba. You can't bring Boba back first because it'll never meet our expectations. So they brought Mando back and told the story of the Mandalorians and, and literally grew it in front of our eyes while telling us a story that we were compelled by. And that's what we're getting through season four, uh, or through through season three. And it's this, (laughs) this incredible process that we're doing. Uh, and it's only, only, uh, George Lucas foundation and now John understanding how to tell this incredible bigger story. And Dave, who, who was, you know, entrenched in, in. He's like he's like that oak tree that you just lean <laughs> up against and know you're you're <laughs> safe and, and sound. By the way, speaking of trees, I want it to be known yeah. that it was me pushing off that tree against the pirates. And it was an ode to Jeremy Bullock as Boba Fett. Because yes, mate. without him we have nothing. That's beautiful, mate. Yes, mate. That is such a it's cool moment you know a like a very cool tribute man he pops up
1: yeah that is such well, a cool tribute it? man and we we knew it was you if if we had a sheet mate we we, we knew that was you in that scene mate we we know yeah. when the uh, Brenda Laurent on set but uh, <laughs> before I've got a uh, you've just mentioned something which I want to ask you in a second but just before I mention ask that when George is on set with you guys does he yeah. cast any give any opinion does he say you know this is really good. Does he kind of tell you anything about his thoughts on the show?
2: Um, No, he's appreciative, but he doesn't, um, unless you ask like unsolicited. No, he doesn't tell you uh, because it's, you know, like he's given it, you know, like here's my gift now do something great with it. And, uh, Mm. and I don't think he approaches it in that pompous way, but uh, he's, he's really, He's very gracious. Uh, I, I mean, when I say humble, I mean like there is no. Like, you ask people who who are doing things nowadays, and quite often they're telling you how great they are while they're telling you whatever you asked. Um, and uh, George isn't like that. You talk about the force with him, no. and he talks about how everybody has the force in them, and that it's yeah. a choice. You know, it's like that old you know uh, uh, parable, maybe. Or that old story of the, of the two wolves and everybody, everybody has a good wolf and a bad wolf. And, you know, the kid, you know, to shorten it up, the kid says, you know, well, which one, you know, and the dad says, or the, or the uh, head of the group says, uh, it's the one you feed. And that's the way George looks at the force. Which one, the Mm. good force or the bad force? You know, what is it? And Mm. it's every one of us has it. And which one, which one do you feed? Do you feed the good one or the bad one? And uh that that George you know, guy he uh, knew what he was
1: talking about, didn't
2: he? I guess. But, you <laughs> know, and that's the great thing is I'm trained um in in a very similar things that he relied on, which is Joseph Campbell. Which yeah. Is, yeah, you know, the man of a thousand faces, he the journey, the mythology. Yeah. And that's you know, that my my um original acting coach, Nikolai Guzov from St. Petersburg, that was a big part of, you know, like um the next level that Michael Chekhov took um, these, you know, uh, method actors, Chekhov took it to the next level and, you know, brought us to the the creative and got us out of our own life uh, yeah. and allowed us to be imaginative like Olivier and, and the greats that were. Uh, and, it, and it's, it, it's incredible George is the same way. And that's what he's doing with these stories and overseeing, Hey, look, you know, I don't want you to go outside this box or anything. When he does that, that's, that's those great moments that coaches have where they pull you aside and they don't embarrass you in front of everybody. He pulls you aside and says, Oh, be careful about this. And it's just yeah. a little tidbit. And you walk away and all of a sudden you have a, a garden because he yeah. grew something in you. And, and, and yeah, has he ever done that? Sure, but not, Damn. not in a boisterous or, you know, look at me. I know the answer way no that's yeah. fair enough
1: mate um well uh, that that what you just mentioned now the the spoiler ban is up the 48 hours is gone and also for the for, for the future shows um we've we've mentioned this we've done our spoiler episode but you mentioned john and david geniuses for bringing someone back in this latest episode we got to see the return of ahmed best as keller beck who is now one of the most important jedi masters of all time mate you said you were aware of the mitosaur were you well, did you know at all that army was coming back did you at all get to see him on set and how come on, i did how, how and cool i did
2: i mean i got goosebumps you saying this so you know what this is this is um you know the the worst parts of fandom i kind of i kind of spoke to it a little bit um, yeah uh Lived within that, that demon. I think Hayden had to deal with it quite a bit. And the, and the young man who the N1 was originally built for, uh, you know, they had to deal with that kind of, you know, you disappointed this, you know, whatever, uh, you know, get a grip, people. But beyond that (laughs) is, you know, Dave understanding and John understanding that they had an opportunity to right a wrong and, uh, to validate the work that this man had done as Jar I don't care if you like him and it's okay not to like him yep. to attack the person who portrayed him is not okay. Yeah. I got, I got, I got, I'll come talk to me anytime you want to have that uh, conversation and I'll, I will 100% walk you back. But yeah, to see them uh, in this business, Never happens. They paid it forward in a way uh, that he earned well before his talent is unquestionable, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and the excitement that both of them had in being able to create this opportunity and to have it fulfilled by it—you it, know—they didn't give it to him. Yeah, Th- this dude's talent earned it, and his hard work earned it. They just did the right thing, and. We talk about how movies and and Mando and all these things, we have a great time watching them. And that's the secret is that they're giving you lessons without telling you. And in this moment um, they knew that it would, you know, it it could backfire on them. There's always that. But at the same time, in this world, no politics, nothing like that. In this world, We need to allow people, you know, the the to see the full picture of them. We we cannot allow a glimpse to define somebody. It's it's preposterous. We need to grow as people. Mando was a robotic um, bounty hunter killer. At the end of the day, right? Like an old Western gunslinger. And what has he become now? A dad, greatest space dad. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. let's allow the redemptions and, 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 and John and Dave should be applauded for having the foresight, the courage. Uh, although I don't think courage is a really good word because Ahmed is so talented. There was no question he was going to succeed. And so to see this thing and to know it was coming was such a, a, a just a, an exciting, really cool thing. And to have lived through the, the, the awfulness that you know, yeah, uh, became of it, and the, the joy people took in in attacking him, and now the exultation and and the support of his incredible talent and success. I think everybody should do it, and everybody should. He, we need a shirt with him on it tomorrow. We need the action figure out, and we need to get going because yeah. that dude's a stud.
0: Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He has also uh, been on our show. He has been a guest yeah, on he our really? We're yeah. one of the only podcasts, I think, if not the only podcast he's been on, which is well, funny, when isn't When did
2: it? I miss? I, I, 2020, you know, mate. Uh, lockdown. I we get, get your lockdown. heads big. <laughs> oh, you did? <gasps> yeah, 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 I yeah I mate. I wish your heads big, but yes, I pay attention. Now I'm going to have to go back and see what I missed. because that <laughs> <thing> <laughs> helped Come on, mate. <laughs> it's like no, wait, I, belownia, see you, I don't mate. want to give him any credit. we see you we see you we see you listen
0: um we mentioned it up top about how the mandalorian has really given birth to this extended story okay so i'm gonna ask brendan straight up ahsoka um i'm assuming we're seeing more of ahsoka in london uh, we know we're getting a panel all on a soak on a Saturday in Star Wars Celebration London.
2: Um, oh, that means of- you're getting something special. Yes, mate. Right? Uh, yes, mate. Like they're not they're not going to do a panel and not do nah. what they did at Celebration last year, right? Exactly. And yeah, I don't I know so. anything. I'll tell you right now. Look, I wasn't even invited, so I only know this. That's pretty bitching. Uh, I didn't realize they had that panel going, so. Yeah, man. Uh, Dude, first of all, Rosario, Ahsoka, yeah, just bang on. I mean, so David, you know, like I had asked him, hey, you know, I'd like to um, learn, you know, what what you need to know to be a director on one of these episodes, and and tell your stories. I love the way you tell your stories. You know, I've watched Dave grow as a live action director, Um, so I was able to go in and look at his. You know, <laughs> there's a difference between like looking at you know, I've done a storyboard before and then there's Dave doing a storyboard. (laughs) And so like, (laughs) Oh no, it's that one. Can you see? Those are all pieces that he draws for me at the end of like seasons. It's just, you know, know, standing in the doorway or, you know, like, yeah. And I can't get any closer because I'm all plugged in, but no, 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 it's all good, mate. Just send them to us, 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 mate. It's fine. We'll have a closer look. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will. I will. (laughs) it's great like oh, but it, you know it means world you know to me you'll you'll edit that part out where I said that it means world to me because again Dave's head it can't fit in a room no I'm kidding um, I cowboy hat but, anymore uh, yeah uh, exactly the cowboy hat I gave him I finally gave him a cowboy hat that fits his head he's finally <laughs> wearing one that doesn't look like he's a little boy in his you know or like yeah. he's a grown up wearing his little boy hat he got so mad he's like no it looks too big on me I'm like Dave no but for my, you know, boy my birthday this year on set, he drew this and, um, whoa, oh, it's just, wow. it's, it's, it's epic. And then everybody wrote on it. Um, boy, that was a joy reading some of those. Oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, polite. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yes. Really? Yeah. Not, nothing that children couldn't read. My kids <laughs> can't read it. Um, that's amazing though. But yeah. Um, so
0: Uh, yeah, so so, Ahsoka, yeah, Ahsoka skeleton crew, the book of Boba Fett season two, Mando season four.
2: Is this all stuff we should be can't wait to see? Looking forward to. Oh, I mean, I can tell you this: Mando season four. If I go back, I one hundred percent would look forward to it. Not because of me, but like, (laughs) uh, like just in in general, you know, like, um. I've heard the, the arc of it and I know he's done writing it for season four. Ahsoka, I know, I know what Dave, uh, what Dave's vision looks like. And, you know, we all know that he loves like the samurai, you know, that's, that's, you know, and so, uh, to, to know that, you know, like, did you, you liked, Chapter 13, I assume, the the Jedi, yes. when Ahsoka yeah, was yeah. introduced. one of my favorites. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it's beautiful, right? So yeah. I think it's going to be uh, end result. I haven't seen all of them, you know, uh, episodes or anything like that. But end result, it's going to be beautiful the way, um, God, I, I really don't want to get everybody's hopes up, and then they don't feel the same way I do. But it's like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, the way it hit me. The, the, the majesty, like the, the tapestries and the, and the beautiful kind of like, there was always kind of like this billowing feel of movement, you know, yeah. uh, the samurai feel. Um, I really do feel like that's the presence, you know, Rosario as Ahsoka and the presence of her and, and the way, you know, she took to this role and the way she uh, attacked her physically and the way her, her stunt doubles uh, and everybody involved. Um, I'm telling you, it's going to be, whereas, whereas Mando is going to be gritty. Uh, uh, it's always going to have that kind of like uh, Western hard edge in moments. Um, Ahsoka's mm-hmm. it's, it's going to have a flow and a, uh, a beauty that Your majesty. I, I cannot wait to see.
1: Can we expect to see you in Ahsoka or in Skeleton Crew? Uh,
2: we can expect nothing of the sort to come out of my mouth. <laughs> we just have to wait and unlike, see. Unlike the, uh, you know, Bo Katans and, and, and Moff Gideons <laughs> of the interview world. <laughs> I respect the NDA that I get yelled at <laughs> about all the time, even though I'm the only one who respects the damn thing. Um, I respect the story. You know what? You know what it is, honestly? And it's probably uh, why I am uh, in the position I am. Uh, mm. I am an audience member and I love, yeah. the- I don't want the story told to me that's why i won't go to Again. like i won't go to movies with my brother chris because if he you know especially like if it's a Who Done It kind of thing like he the whole time even if he's wrong he's telling all right this is what i are like dude <laughs> the f-. that's why he turned down the freaking analyst during a, a, a game like i don't <laughs> shut up I, want, I came to the movie yeah. not to be the smartest guy there. I, can, I, I come to these stories to watch them unfold. And so um, I'm a fan first. And that's why I love what I do when I get the opportunity to do it. And so um, it's funny because uh, I look at game day because I'm going to throw this out there. And I know you guys are in a pond across the pond. Um, but, you know... Uh, I coach a local high school. My kids aren't on the team. I also coach my kids' team. But I, I coached a local high school. And it's important, I think, um, as humans, that we go yep. and do these kind of things. Because I was asking myself, how do I how do I give back to the community? And where do I post it? And I realized <laughs> I don't need to. Um, no. Now I do. And I understand how I can uh, support the young women that I coach at this local high school public school where they don't have any support um, because we are in uh, we're not incapable. We're just not doing it right um, of supporting these people in the way they need to. So my mom used to take us to feed the homeless when I was young and it always reminded us of how fortunate we were and always reminded us to give back because we were very lucky to be who we were and in, in, in the place we were in the world. And so I I wanted to remind myself first and also my kids of the opportunities that we're given that everyone doesn't have. And so I went to the local public high school uh, when they had an opportunity for me, like to find the way that we give back the best. Like, you guys are doing a beautiful job, honestly. Don't get a big head. Thank you. Because I'll come and smack you if it does. Uh, But uh, (laughs) you do a beautiful job. (laughs) Yes. You do a beautiful job of bringing something that unites people. Um, yeah, thank you know, you. just watching the show yeah. is one thing and it's really cool. Cause it does it. I've seen it unite grandpas and, and grandchildren and great grandpas and, and grandmas. I, I have yeah. to be inclusive because it really has, especially Mando, Cause with a helmet, I have as many, uh, young women fans because they don't see the limitations yeah. of, you know, the, the voice that, you know, being male, uh, and that's the beautiful thing that I've found with math. So it relates to, you can relate to it no matter what. Cause, and now with Bo there, we really do have that ability. um, yeah, yeah. For that all inclusive feel. Um, and it's really cool. Uh, so getting out on the field and doing what I, what I love, I'm, a, I'm super passionate about coaching and, and the effect that team sports have on us. Um, not, not the hooliganism, but in the uh, idea that we're uh we're we we're passionate about our teams our teams are passionate about their end result we learn on the pitch or you know the court or the field whatever um, how to overcome obstacles Mando learns how to overcome his limitations and their personal limitations. We are limited only in our mind until we push out the boundaries and that's what Mando does. And that's what I try to convey to my teams mm. that mm. you, you can't you're, I have to do this too. You're not allowed to use the word. Can't I can't do that coach. I can't do that uh, kid. Yeah, you can, and you have a responsibility to push that boundary. And so when um, the kid looks at me and I choose to do right, Instead of wrong, it's the same thing as us, you know, limiting ourselves. I can't, um, I can't score, coach. I can't play defense. I, I, I can't get back. I can't. First of all, you just haven't yet. Number one. Yeah. Number yep. two, um, you need to push yourselves. And and we think that we get things now, and and we forget about how we earn things, and. Uh, they're so, and I, I thought that that was a big issue in the world about understanding how to earn in spite of, you know, our need to have it now. And so Mando is earning his reward of being a better person by overcoming the obstacles that are set for him. He could probably make it a little easier if he'd stop letting people hold his kid. While he goes and fights somebody, (laughs) maybe we don't play drunk Billy going out in the bar. uh, But uh, it really, it really does, you know, hearken to that, that, and that's, I love, I love what I do on set. I love what I do when I'm there as a person, like uh, people get so weirded out. They're like, you're number one on the call sheet. Um, How, uh, why, why are you talking to me? I'm like, What? And these other experiences is is like, you know, well, we got to kind of hold these people up. And, and I'm like, what are we doing? Right. We are trying to tell a story. I can't get my uh, this beautiful uh, image you have of Mando and this experience you have if, you know, uh, Andrew Clatter doesn't, you know, get me to set when everyone's ready and make sure that he's, corralling the whole background and cueing them when they need to go. Or if Jeff doesn't get my, the light on my helmet, right. Or if Dave doesn't capture, you know, the bigger tableau or Simon J's one of your fellow countrymen who brought the steady cam over to America, by the way, yes, and sir. has done an incredible job. And I really want to shout out because he should have won, uh, without a doubt, uh, best, uh, CEO, operating camera steady cam mando I'm going to point this out cuz we didn't get to talk about boba so in boba mando walks in with that limp right he comes down yes. the elevator Big right? one shot gets in the elevator he's he's struggling he gets up we it's a one shot in the volume. I don't go up in an elevator. It's a one shot. He's following me. Wow. He follows me That's at this angle, crazy. Right? And we're in this round room and he follows me in at this angle. And then I come out and he comes out and we capture the bar. And then I go into this room, right? And then we have a load change while we're filming. Still, I go in, I throw the head on the it, She, You know, they try to shortchange me. I say, well, I'll take the head back, whatever. Talk and then about hitting I your come parts. out. And, yeah. And, and he's got to hold the, he's got to steady. Right. And so he's gone off the bar where all the party is, you know, like we've gone in like this, we've come out like this, we've gone into this room like this, right. You know, no, let me be a little more to So it's podcast. So he follows me in at a certain angle. We open up to my right. Uh, and then he follows me in uh, to the left a little, we go into the room. I throw the bounty on that whole thing happens. He pulls out and uh, <laughs> it's a family show. And comes back and follows me into the elevator. We go down in the elevator. Somebody gets on with me. That they get off, they leave. He, I, I, you know, I kind of fall, you know, like oh, falter a little bit. He comes out uh, of the elevator, and then we follow, you know, this these load changes, and then, you know, so the 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 brain bar is up there doing what John created with the volume, uh, with yeah. the camera, with the you know the Unreal Engine going. And, and and all these incredible things are all going on to tell this moment where I walk in, and I finally get to the armor and heavy and I fall down and I just made it there, just got there. And, you know, then I fight with heavy and that whole thing. But that one shot was brought to you by your countryman, uh, Simon who who is a genius. And everybody who's running... Uh, behind him, holding the kid, like everything, like you got, you got, um, it's, it's not even, I I can't name everybody who needs to be named because we'd have None. a five None. hour show, but like we really do as <laughs> Star Wars fans need to appreciate that this yeah. wasn't told by one guy and John's, you know, as responsible as, as, you know, uh, Simon, as Dave Klein, as uh, Murph on second. And, JJ is the sub coordinator, like, like Kim Richards, who's my first AD and has been there uh, and is a beacon and is also the other one who saves me from losing my mind some days. (laughs) Um, uh, She's, you know, she and I, I'm like her big brother. She's like my little sister, but she is is so creative and, and, and moments has to knows what I'm, what I need so that I can, you know, propel my character And so she's got to direct me in these moments, you know, these little moments because there's a bigger story that needs to be told or whatever. Um, I think I answered a question, but more importantly, I really did want to shout out to Simon Jays and somebody needs to recognize this man for the greatness that he is just like, uh, you know, Craig, who was running steady in first season. Simon has, you know, continued to raise our levels. uh, And, and I can't, begin to tell you how important everybody is on that set. Well, I've got, I've
0: got one more question. Okay. And then if you don't mind, if you've got the time, Brendan, we can do some quick fire questions that yeah. have been sent in from some of our listeners. Okay. Yeah. Quick fire. Okay. Most, most of them are a laugh to be honest, but yes, this one last question. Okay. Back in the, uh, was it 21 or 2020? I think it might've been 2020. Matty boy, you'll have to remind me, the Disney Investor Day. When was that? Oh, that's
1: 2020, wasn't it? Right at the end, isn't it? I think it was 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. Back
0: 2020, in 2020, yeah. at the Disney Investor Day, Luke, Lucasfilm, the Lucasfilm kind of showcase, Kathy Kennedy yeah. was there, and she said, look, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're making this show, which ties into Mandalorian, and eventually, there's going to be this big kind of, crossover Climatic. finale event. Yes, yep. climactic event. Is that still on the cards from what you know? Is that still happening? Is that still the plan would you say?
2: Yeah, I just don't think it's as um, immediate as it was going to be. I think I think uh, Kathleen kind of gave a longer prognosis than what was presented to me initially. Um, but I think with the success of streaming and the way the world's changed in that Way and the 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 shutdown and everything and the way that affected you know just theaters in general. I I'm I am curious to see how we end up resolving the there is a bigger story to be told and and very connected. So I'm very curious to see how we resolve all that. Okay, whether it's TV or film, maybe. And Dave Filoni save theaters. Oh, man. check and if see they if keep... they're buying stock in all these theaters because then you know that's <laughs> their plan <laughs> yes, do you know it
1: we're going to be able to see the climactic event on the big screen mate i'm a big screen boy yeah it to me I mean, I'm, I'm here love. for that mate so um Dude, we mentioned it quick questions for... we've got these in from the listeners mate we asked the listeners if you could ask dinjarin one question what you going to ask him and we've got some um we got some spicy questions for you, mate. So if you if you're okay, we're going to chuck some yeah, at you. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, Eamon Jacobs, our mate, says, "Does it not get a bit hot under there?"
2: <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent gets steamy. It's a little uh, wank and stank inside. And I would say this: Latif's helmet is even worse because he's got all those dreads, and it's all initially it was all packed up in there. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a little better. And steam up quite as much, but <laughs> yeah. those hey those dudes have big heads. I have a little you know pinhead. My brothers are right. <laughs> I have a pinhead. I can. I, there's a little better airflow for me. But those dudes will steam up and run into things. I don't have that problem. I can see everywhere, mind you.
0: Well, okay, excellent. Up up next, we've got Commander Taylor, all the way from Canada, who asks. I would ask him what he plans for Grogu's future after Din is gone. And yes, lots of adventures await changing their path every day. But ultimately, what does he want for Grogu? So channel that Din. What does he want for Grogu, mate?
2: Commander Taylor, I can tell you unequivocally, what he wants is for Grogu to live a good, strong, righteous life. And so... If he, it's like what we want for all our children, right? Like we want them to go on and live in a better world because maybe I did some right things as a father, but him going from foundling to, to whatever, whatever he becomes, he wants it to be his progression and, uh, he wants it to mean something much more than, uh, than whatever it is at this time right like yeah. go live your life the best you can that's and right now we're seeing it we're seeing him right he's giving him life lessons you got to be able to navigate you got to be able to it's not just about fighting you know we get yeah. caught up in the idea of you know mando's about this fighter but i don't know like sorgon looked like he might be a lover too
1: dude well i mean look at you mate look at you um remember yeah. what the last jedi said as well we are what they grow beyond um to, uh, we've got one here from newcastle united fan Jake swinburne he said din what's boba fett like
2: oh he's a little gruff he's uh short-tempered he uh he did find some zen i think through working with the tuscans he, he found yeah. some you know long-term happiness Um, (laughs) but uh, overall I know he's the best kind of friend you can ever have you know (laughs) you can count on the guy when you need him and sometimes you don't even know you need him and he comes so I'm a big fan and uh, the fellow who plays him Tim is an exceptional human being so that helps too.
0: What a lad. What a lad. Okay. Paladin for Pizza says, has the N1 filled the hole in your heart from losing the
2: razor crest? No, it's garbage. I want it <laughs> off. I hate it. I hate everything about the N1. I don't even understand the progression to the N1. I feel like it's a midlife crisis moment and that everybody should come and save Din. It's a cry for help. He's clearly it's like yeah, a sports like who gets car. Who like, an AC Cobra when they got a kid? Like you got yeah. a two seater, <laughs> and you're a bounty hunter. I am so confused. I, and Where'd you put you, your bounties? Where'd you put your uh, bounties? I, yeah, so I just got to evaporate them. I gotta, I gotta go find the pulse you rifle. Get some bumps somewhere. I can go, you know, like it makes no sense. That's all I gotta say. Like, nope. no, I have one more thing to say. They also okay. built it to spec. Oh, now. When you say they built it to spec, what do you think that means, guys? Was, yeah, when was it to size to scale? Yeah, yeah t- for what? Who? Yeah, who drove it?
1: Oh, for Jake Lloyd for for little Annie, yeah. little Anakin. How old was he? 10 uh, 9 uh-huh. yeah. he was nine. Oh, I see. You. <laughs> does he had a bit does, of trouble does.
2: fitting Yeah. I mean, it was one of, like one of the first things that we found out real quick. Watch. (laughs) Is it episode two? Watch me. No, maybe it's episode one. Watch me get out of the ship. Latif can't get all the way in because he's too big. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, he was standing up when he was driving, right? Yes, pretty much. Is that well? Like it is, it's not wide enough. Like, whatever. They're going to kill me, but I don't care. They can come fight me. Keep this in because it's really important that everybody understands In the, in the stage direction, there's a letter, there's, there's a ladder that comes up and I get in and out. When I got to set, they were like, Hey, make it look good. We're not going to use a ladder. We know you can do it. (laughs) And, and they were like, we don't want you to land and, you know, shock absorb like you would if you were jumping off the side of something, which I am. And you can't step on anything (laughs) because this is fiberglass and you're going to put your foot through it. You got to step on these certain, you know, steel edges lock. that we've made. I'm telling you right now, and it's all below me, but in a way, that's completely blocked. Like, there's no, yep. like, <laughs> it's antithetical to the smoothness of everything. And poor Bryce made it work <laughs> and it was great. Um, and then some other people want to see me get in and out because whatever and watch. Now go back and watch the first couple of episodes this season, and I want to tell you right now. I tore my meniscus getting out of that thing, and I didn't tell anybody. So you got it. You Ooh. got you got the news. Now you know. No. I literally tore what? my meniscus. Aye. Didn't tell anybody and just kept going. Kept going. Kept Aye. going. It's stupid. Don't be like that. If you hurt yourself, tell somebody. Make sure you get help. Don't don't do like I do. Do like I say. Here, I'm go back and this I'm telling you to right now, now, mate. I refuse. Go back and watch Boba. That's when I tore it. I tore it in Boba. Um, Damn! But I refused to tell anybody well, um, because I know what I'm watching tonight, then, mate. Angry. Yeah, dude. Oh, I, know, well, uh, I know what I'm watching tonight. <sighs>
1: well, um, before before Mando had his midlife crisis and got his N one Starfighter, the Max Rebo Experience asks Din: Did you really have a relationship with that pink Twi'lek? <laughs>
2: Oh, <sighs> uh, I was just talking with somebody else about this yesterday. Um <laughs> where is this? Big, oh, here we go. Oh no. Uh, so
0: my Have niece. Toilet? It could be anything.
2: Okay, my niece made these as a set gift for um I, I had them made for uh for Ahsoka for some people that I knew were doing it, like Rosario. I'm gonna show this to you. This is how you know Din had a relationship with that Twi'lek. He was a different person then. He's grown up quite a bit. I understand what it means to a lot of you. But this, mind you, this is a kid's hat. But uh, Kibby Designs, I got to throw it out. It's my niece and my nephew, and they're amazing. Uh, they crocheted this or whatever. I don't know. Uh, knitted this. Um, it doesn't look as good, <laughs> but you can see it's got... <laughs> And and it's supposed to go on your head a little bit better than this, but I have headphones on. But I'm here for you it. Know, it's my Twilight look. So yes, confirmed, confirmed, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, I don't think the helmet ever came off though. So that, that's you know, was it really related? you man,
0: Bre- Brendan. This has been this has been phenomenal, mate. Thank you so much for spending the time with us, answering our stupid questions, answering <laughs> us our juicy questions, or maybe even giving us a bit more than we asked for. We are very, very, very grateful, mate. It's always a good time. You're a friend of the podcast. Uh Brendan, get out to London. Even come if on. even if you can't make celebration, just come I out, come out,
2: mate. We'll go trying, for a curry. We'll I go think for I'm a pint. To come out for Yeah, I want a pint. I want the curry. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I've I'm watched not Ted Lasso, so now I will not eat. When you're like, no, the spicy, go with it. I'm gonna just be. Yeah, I'll we. be the rude American and be like, no, no. Then I embrace the spicy. I don't want to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, 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 I really do appreciate you guys. Um, and I do love. I do love Star Wars sessions. Just so everyone understands, check them out. Like, if you haven't and you're a fan, then you're not really a fan. Get out there. Check him out, and now I have to go back further because I did not know you had my dude on there. Like the like, yeah, he is the he is. Yeah, I just love love him, love him. Yeah, he's, a
0: and, he's a guy, and he's a guy, easy uh, guy to love. Uh, really him. stoked, and I will tell you right now,
2: guys. Anytime, last minute, whatever, as long as I'm not on the pitch or on. If I'm on set, I'll even do it. Just shout at me because I'm usually I'll waiting that video call, waiting till the lighting goes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'll be right there. Do it. Do it. I love it. Thank, Thank you guys you, so mate. much. I appreciate it. And Thank you, uh, dude. Cheers to cheers to you guys and and I hope and wish all your uh, force dreams come true. But as a Mandalorian, the force can go shove it.
0: This, <laughs> this is, is the, the way. way. <laughs> this is the way. No, we got we got we got a lot of love for you mate, even if you're an Arsenal fan. All right.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> We'll call it, we'll call it there, How yeah. How did that word come <laughs> off so different than it should have? <laughs> Let's go, Gooners. Hi, this is Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, and, and hey, hold on, get
0: out of the microphone. This is Greed Stritus Yeah, you know me from Jedi Fallen Order. You know who you're listening to? Do you? You're listening to Star Wars Sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Hey, uh, Greed, would you just wait a second? Can I, I'm talking. Just uh No, I'm talking! Okay, Grease, c- calm down a second. Listen, everybody. Uh,
2: uh yeah. Star Wars podcast. It's called Star Wars Station. Well uh, listen to it whenever you can. Grease, anything? Yeah, he's now he's silence. Ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Mate, that was the way. Mate, isn't it? I love that man. I genuinely mm. think Brendan Wayne is a don, and I'm so I'm so pleased that he... He was able to come on, that he wanted to come on, and that he shared so much filth with us. What a lad. What a lad, eh? He's our boy, isn't he? He's our mate. He's our mate. our mate. He's our mate. Old <laughs> mate. He's our mate. I want to have that curry and a beer with him, man. I know. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. Come on, Brendan. Come on. Come well, on. Brendan, mate, thank you so, so much for coming on again. We all hope you guys enjoyed the return of The Mandalorian. Oh, I need a drink. I need something to drink. We're, ah, here we are. We just pulled up outside our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question that remains, my friend, is... Shall we?
0: Let's do it. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation.
1: Can I persuade you to join us for a drink?
0: I'm free. Give me the spiciest drink you've
1: got. Pour me another Parkel and Sling. Where are you going, master? For a drink? For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be
2: so good. Best Podcast. Best Podcast
0: best podcast yes. that's right mm. spices are the, b- 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 it's the patreon questions section uh to kick us off my boy it is our lad he's a top lad he is a little bit of a local boy uh yes. scott fisher scott fisher he says which star wars character most reflects your real life self no surprise for me being the clones not just <laughs> this guy. I love it. He loves it. Not not just the obsession, of course, but like in the Umbara arc in the Clone Wars, as a soldier myself, we are taught to follow orders. But also we are empowered to make our own decisions. Like when five says, especially when the orders we are given are wrong. So who in the Star Wars universe reflects you the most? What
1: a lovely question from Scott. That's quite wow. deep quite deep Man. there from scotty boy matty boy who who do you relate to that's a great question and one i really mm. wish i'd sat on for longer um hey look I uh, it would be i would love to say han solo who wouldn't i am the charming swashbuckling uh, fellow with with all that swagger but you've met me most of you like the lads have i'm not um me i'd probably be more like general maximilian veers general veers from the empire strikes back organized studious i I, I I align with the come right on. people and I do what I'm I do what I'm supposed to. Or if you want to if you want to bend it just a wee bit, uh Migs Mayfield always in line with a quip that mo- not many people laugh at. A bit of a goon at times, but at the, but in the end I always come around. You know, I'll come around at the end and show I've got a heart of gold. I'm a nice guy really, I suppose. So <laughs> really, um, General v is of the Empire or or Boston voiced <coughs> Migs Mayfield, I mean I mean, I, if, if I sat on it more, I could probably go into it a bit deeper and come, come up with something a bit more spiritual or personal. Mm. Or, but off the top of my head, those guys, really, I'd say. Well, what about you, mate? Have you got anything which you've sat on for a while? Um,
0: you know, I, I, I think we all see like ourselves in a lot of characters in Star Wars. You know, we're yep. meant to kind of see ourselves in your Luke Skywalker. Yep. You're yep. meant to see yourselves in maybe a little bit of Anakin. Or even Ray, you know, you might even see yourself in Ray, and I relate to all of those. I actually, in some ways, I do actually relate to 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 like Ray. Yeah. Um. But honestly, I think probably Watto. If I had to <laughs> go on, if I now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into racial stereotypes. Probably Obi wan Kenobi, mate.
1: <laughs> I'm oh. not the end. No, probably <laughs> Kenobi. Yeah. Based on. <laughs> I mean, you look like him. You got you—you've got his good looks.
0: No, not not. Don't be daft, mate. Shut up. <laughs> he loves it. Matty boy loves doing the old com- compliment bombing. Oof, compliment bombing. Um, listen, now I just think with Obi Wan, like he's—he's he's a bit cheeky. He has mm-hmm. got a sense of humour, um, but you know, I, ultimately, he's—he's he's, you know the good guy. And he's well intentioned, but he just—he's not perfect. You know, he makes mistakes, and you know there are maybe things that he like regrets, or you know, not to get too deep. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but you're true though, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really like Obi Wan. I really, really like Obi Wan. But like I said, I think we can see like I think we can see like ourselves in a lot of the characters. Like even if we're just talking about Mandalorian, you know, maybe you know who doesn't at times live through a moment you know in life and you think oh I feel like
1: I feel like Han Solo like it's at the exa- moment you might be just exactly, driving or, exactly yeah, you're might... like Poe Dameron or something you're like yeah I yeah. feel like Poe like the, the rebel with a cause or, or even like someone yeah. like Leia someone like Princess Leia who's mm. who through all is steadfast and is doesn't matter what's going on in life get you know puts, puts almost like service before self sometimes to her own detriment but yeah. they're, they're, I think that's what you said was what you said is probably the best catch-all answer, mate. Is that there's a bit of there's a bit of all of us and a bit of all of the Star Wars characters, depending on what side of the bed you wake up on, as well. Because a bit of Vader may be something, a bit of Palpatine could creep in sometimes. Who knows? Yeah,
0: no, well, there's and that's and that's kind of without trying to get too. Um <laughs> too, you know too deep again um but that's kind of like the point of star wars is we're meant to keep an eye out on our darth vader and us we're meant to keep an eye yeah. out on the palpatine and us right Hang on, you're mate. meant to yeah you're meant to like keep yourself in check so yeah great question though scotty boy i really appreciate yeah. that mate like really appreciate the kind of like personal personal question mm. yeah it's oh, a good
1: shout mate i'll be Grease because i like him and he's loud and he's yeah. small um yeah good shout scotty boy thank you for uh, that question genuinely awesome question everyone out there what who in the star wars universe reflects you the most this opens the floor to some really great answers and we'd love to hear them um we've got another question here from the max rebo experience james himself he said i'm new here what does oi oi Savaloy mean <laughs> <laughs> Over to you, mate.
0: <laughs> I love, I love that this guy. I love that Max rubo experience has gone. Like, how many episodes listening to it and going, <laughs> oh yeah, you know Luke Sanoy is Savaloy again. Yeah, what actually does and, that mean? <laughs> yeah, you could have just de- Listen, great use of Patreon. Question. Yeah, oh, yes. you 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 sign up at the right tier, you get a Patreon question. You know, every month and. I don't know, mate. This is great use. This might be the best one ever. Okay, so, um, Max Rubo, uh, a saveloy is like a red sausage that you get from the fish and chip shop. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. Or we call it the chippy because, you know, at the chippy, you don't, you, if you don't want fish, you don't just have to have fish. Yeah, no, nope. fish and chips is the go to, that is the most popular. But sometimes you fancy a saveloy. You might have curry sauce, or if you're Ooh. in the northwest, you know, like greve, gravy, shop gravy, gravy, and yep. dip, dip, dip. Oh, God. Beautiful. Um, it, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure what it means. It's just like, it's one of those Roins. things that's it's like, all right, yeah, oi, oi, saveloi. It just means like, oh, you're right, mate, you're right, pet, that's it, you know right. Unless you're calling all of our
1: listeners red boiled sausages, then. Yeah.
0: What well, was that? They used to be
1: made out of pig brains, apparently.
0: Yeah. Well, they probably still are, mate. They're probably made <laughs> yeah. with much worse, to be honest. I don't know what, um, I don't know what their
1: pork ratio actually is.
0: But I don't mind a saveloy. I, um, I keep. I keep. I keep. <laughs> googling like where does it come from there doesn't seem to be any kind of um solid answer one the of the Yoda highlights of from food? me one of the highlights from me is from a forum that i believe is a little bit controversial at times it's called mumsnet okay uh. mumsnet.com and it says um to ask this person's asking what on earth the phrase oi oi savloi means <laughs> someone's and someone's answer, yeah, to to answer this is it's from the Essex Thames Estuary, hey! which you know, which is where we're from, yeah. Um, yeah. Joe Wicks says it at the beginning of some of his workouts. <laughs> like, he, who's, who's the crazy
1: buff guy who like did? It's not he, all he really does at the beginning of some of his workouts. If his he, flatulence is anything to go by, what? Remember that time when he uh, he did one of those like PE sessions for the school kids, and he didn't yeah. realise the cameras are on, and he just did a couple of blow-offs at the beginning of it. No, I didn't viral. It was incredibly didn't funny. Fun.
0: Didn't watch him, mate. I want you know, I, I, I want one of those it, I take Nah, I want one of those. But yeah, it was he was crazy popular during the um, mm-hmm. during the lockers, wasn't he? During the lockers. Yes, yeah, and was, also mate. Dave Dunn. Dave Dunn looks like he could be like his brother or his cousin. <laughs>
1: I, I, there, there is some distant relation there as well. I've, there must be. Um, I've just been having mm. a look at the etymology of a saveloy, and some people think it comes from a Swiss, Swiss word called servalat, smoked beef or pork. Others Excellent. say servalas from French, which is t- a type of thick, short sausage. Others say maybe the savoy, which is part of uh, uh, a bit of area in between France, least Switzerland. Other people say cervaletto, which is cerebellum in Italian. There's so many different, probably wrong, um, things that are attributed to the etymology and the origin of the Savoy, we just know it as an intro for this show and something which is shouted in the Essex Thames Estuary. So um, it wasn't always it, it wasn't always used on the sessions. It just came about, wasn't I, it? I don't. Know. I'm sure Chris Fox, who's been listening to all of them from day one, I'm sure he can probably pinpoint the the, the episode yeah. where it came into fashion.
0: I used to say a work every morning as well.
2: Walking. <laughs> <Before getting laughs> i've always
0: morning.
1: been a bit more truncated which is oi oi which is what i say to people <laughs> when they walk in oi oi um yeah sometimes to are you the wrong people and they don't get it but oh well sessions in it
0: yes yeah, it's, it's it's um affection it's all affection look max yes. rebo we've probably spent way too long on this question <laughs> but like i said <laughs> yeah mad good, Good use of Patreon question, mate. Um, Right, onwards and upwards, maybe. I don't know. Or downwards. Who knows? Lloyd Hunt has got his first Patreon question as well. He says, hi, all. No question. Just a quick hello. So I got you there, didn't I? He goes, I've recently discovered the sessions and I'm loving the positivity. We'll hopefully bump into some of you at Celebration. And uh, that is from at Lloydie one ten um Lloyd thank you so much mate thank you so much for the kind message and just for just for that you know we we appreciate every single person who who chooses to support the podcast financially you know we know not everyone can do it especially at the moment it's really tough um but yeah, it really, really helps us, and it's—I don't know—it's like reassuring in a way. Do you know what I mean, matey boy? Like, it's reassuring that these like guys out there like love the extra content, love what we do. Yeah. It's just nice. It's really nice. So, cheers, mate.
1: Yeah, cheers, Lloyd, for taking the time to send that message in. We genuinely do appreciate you, and yeah, absolutely, we do hope we bump into you at celebration. Just let us know during the weekend your whereabouts, and if the signal at the XL allows for it. We'll all hang out for a bit. We'll we'll, we'll have a high five. We'll slap each other on the back and we'll talk a bit of Star Wars. But honestly, mate, thank you so much for just sending that in. Genuinely appreciate you, mate. This is the way. Uh, Scott, Max Rebo, sounds mad. Lloyd, thank you so much for sending in your Patreon questions this week. We'll be back again next week with another batch of March questions. But for now, bartender, sorry about the mess. That's going to bring an end to our time here in the Bantina.
0: IT'S THE STAR WARS SESSIONS GAME!
1: GAME! YES! HERE WE ARE! AT THE END OF EVERY EPISODE, WE END THE SESSIONS WITH A STAR WARS-THEMED GAME WE ALTERNATE WHO'S GOING TO HOST THIS WEEK. I'M HOSTING Matey BOOS. DO YOU WANT TO KNOW WHAT YOU'RE PLAYING THIS WEEK? OF COURSE. OF COURSE. WHAT ARE WE DOING? What are we up to? We are playing a game called, well, This Is The Way. or This Is Not The Way. Very oh. simple, mate. The premise is very simple. I'm, I need to get to a few planets. I'm a little bit lost. I need to get okay. to a few planets, but I only, I only know certain sectors in the galaxy. So I need you to direct me. I'm going to give you some planets and the sector. And I need you to confirm whether that planet is in that sector by saying, Oh, yeah, this is the way or ah, this isn't the way. Oh no! So okay. I need directions, mate? I, what rim? do you mean by sector? Do you mean like rims, or do you mean like y- you'll 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 hear on the you'll understand on the first question? Okay. Oh no! So, okay, um, I yep. needed to say oh yeah, this is the way. If you think this planet is in this sector, okay, which is uh, or this is not the way if you don't think it is. So can okay. you tell me, mate? I'm lost. Can you tell me if Utapau is in the seven G sector?
0: I don't think it is. What if you got to say seven G? 7G yep. sounds like we're getting upgraded to in 2026, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. Don't is this the so. way? This
1: is not the way. It's not the way. It's not the way,
0: mate. It's not the way.
1: Oh, I'll just check the sack now. You're right. This is not the way. In fact, oh, Illum is in okay. the 7G sector. Or now, oh, it is real. It is actually a st- base. Oh no. Um, yep. So the 7G sector, uh, known okay. for not having a very good name. How about this one? Um, yep. can you tell me if mustafar is in the atrevis sector no this is not the way he's <laughs> oh, <laughs> face he loves it isn't he not, what 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 does what the, what? What the, oh, the sat nav says it is in the atrevis sector oh, i'm not slow thanks mate excellent so uh one Cheers. right one wrong yeah can you tell me, Degasbar? system, yeah, no, that was that was where the game came from, actually. That's a, but yeah. I thought sectors are easier than systems. Um, Degasbar is that in the Sluis sector? In the SLUIS, you, Sluis sector? Are you making this up? Is this rubbish? Is oh, this you, tell, you, you, you tell me?
0: Are you? You're winding me up, aren't you? This this is, this is not is, true. Is this Dagobah stuff is not in real. The Sluis sector. I always think to myself, like there's there's not much point having a star wars map like a galactic map because like they they change it every few years because we get new planets bigger. don't we like yep. yes why not this is the way <laughs>
1: uh, no yeah it's the way yeah the saturn telling me that Dagobah <laughs> is in the Suez sector this is real <laughs> tough mate it's this has been like that since 1980 it's, something um oh all right yeah this, Ooh, this, okay. is, all, this is all a fish um oh no i'm I'm feeling like a bit of uh, a snow fight hoth is hoth in the sandbra sector
0: (laughs) it's not this is
1: not the way that sounds made up this is not the way let's have a look oh actually um no it's not but the car is so it is a (laughs) real sector the car from the last jedi is in the I the i like the way you just wanted to add that in yeah but it is real yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. We'll get in the car and find out. Wee, oh um, wee, I'm oi, so sorry. Uh, I've got two more for you, mate, I think. Yeah, two more. Uh, yeah. uh Capital, the capital, Corusant. Mm. Uh, is it in the gold sector? Yeah. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> Why like, not? He's, he's sure about it. Why, Why not? Why uh, hey? not? Uh, uh oh this is imaginatively named. It's in the Coruscant sector. I prefer that to gold to be Just fair. take the N T off. I was
0: expecting it to be like a lame, like, yeah, <laughs> the gold set, you know,
1: because yeah, it's the, the capital. That's it. Well, Lando's going to check the gold system with Janna at the end of Tross or something like that. So that's where it came from. Oh. Um, Tross on the brain or the sequels anyway. Okay. Final question, mate. Speaking of sequels, Takadana, I want to go to Maz's Castle. Fancy a point. Is it in the Tashtor sector?
0: I miss Force Wakens. I'm going to stick that on soon. Same. Yeah.
1: Same. Um, yeah.
0: This, this is, is the way, way? Um, Matty boy. You know I know none of these. It, it, it doesn't matter either way. This is this is for the listener. This is yeah, for you guys. It, yeah, this is educational. I, yeah, because this is news to me.
1: This I'll is any I I can't say I know really any of these either. Like some of the systems, maybe yes, like the Ilenium system and things like that, or the Anawert yeah. system like Bespin and all that. But I can tell yeah. you though that Takodana is. In the Tashtor tour sector, this is the way. So you've got that one, bang on the money, mate. So by yeah. my by my rights, you got one, two, right. Uh, Excellent. You got two
0: right out of six. So, but really, I didn't. Do you know what I mean? I didn't actually get them right. I just like it was just you guessed correctly, shot in the dark. Yeah, dark Sometimes you need, I, mate. Shot in the dark, and I, and I got two people hit two that, people exactly. It's like, like it a Mandalorian. Takes. True that's man, all it though. takes sometimes lads yeah shut in the dark and that's it that's
1: it like on draw. your bike mate you got two out of six that's 33 percent i think uh yeah it is but was like, does that work out it is so i'll take oh. it mate you got a couple right it's a blind stab but you stabbed a few people good uh, idea though good idea no, i it's like just the it. way i respect you, it. Help, <clears throat> you help me get you help me get where i needed to be mate so uh this is the way, that was the way, and this is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode 198, mate, 198, it's unreal, but the fun does not end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us online, Master Bly They can find us at
0: starwarsessions.co.uk, you can search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, just search Star Wars Sessions and we are going to be there. Send us a message or an email. Listen, are you coming to London and you're, like, not too sure on something? You've got some questions about the UK or Europe or London? like Email us, yeah? yeah, we, We'll answer. Send it to hello there at starwarssessions.co.uk. Please don't forget about the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Two dollars, two quid, gets you in the session sick heads, mate. Come on. No Come brainer. On. No brainer. Come on. Come on.
1: If you Come want on. to continue what you're doing now and support the show for free, we love you for it. You can do that. Just leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. That's all we ask, including Spotify. You can do it whilst you're listening. Just scroll up. It's right there. Five stars. Bish, bash, bosh. Those five stars, they genuinely do help the show grow. It gets us out there. It gets uh, more listeners in. It gets us up the algorithm. And it ends up being another way for us to hear from more of you each and every week. So, thank you. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about
0: us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest helmeted, handsome man. Ooh. Tell your ill, or, or maybe you don't. Uh, tell your Ewok, <laughs> tell your cousin. The more the merrier <laughs> the kettle spice,
1: yeah. Yes, just go and tell Grief Carga that this is the podcast you're looking for. So, until next time. From me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you, all words, Luke!
0: Luke! <laughs> yeah. Wendon Brain.
1: I knew it was coming.
0: <laughs> kind of works, just about. Yeah, come Brandon. on. <laughs> Essex-based podcast heroes.
2: We drink here. That is a school now. What?